This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. With me today, he looks like he has cancer. It is Hans. Uh, you know, I thought it was Tom Hanks of Philadelphia for a brief second, but no, yeah. it's just you. I went method, and I got that cold. I got that weird cold that people used to get in the 80s and died from it. But I, I think died. Dustin Hoffman died of it in Midnight Cowboy. Yeah. The unsuspecting it's illness. A pesky sore throat. Uh... But I'm doing fine. I've actually had a lot of allergies today. This is the like my nose just stopped running five minutes before we started this thing. So, so that's good. So if you start sniffling, gonna... it's because you're sick, not because it's you because have some sort of addiction. No, it's because which of is AIDS. also not why. Oh, no, I have AIDS. I'm not a cokehead. How dare you? How dare I? You're in Costa Rica. It's yeah. very easy to find. Hey, we got DC from the Eight Plates podcast here and also from Omega Fish Corp. DC, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Always glad to have a fun time with the bros, you know. I recognize that vest in the background, DC. Yes. Well, that's that's a cool thing. I made this uh, show prop now. So every time people <laughs> think I'm like a cool, like a cop killer, you know, stuff like that. I went to prison and I just had this as a, you know, memoriam. Nice. All right. Um, so... DC, you picked a very, I mean, now look, full, full <laughs> disclosure here, DC, you gave us like 20 movies yeah. to go through. And this one stuck out to me because I remember watching it maybe about 15 years ago and being like, wow, you know, this is what, hold on. Documentaries had like a really good run, first of all, in like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. But in the aughts, I feel like there were a lot of interesting documentaries that got dropped on early, what I'm going to call early Netflix, when Netflix mm -hmm. had interesting films on there. That's how I watched Tetro originally is Netflix. And I think We're Alone Now was an early one that popped up on the platform in like 2010 or so. And I watched it back then and found, uh, found it very hilarious, but also uh, pretty disturbing. More yeah. so in the case of the Kelly character, which nowadays, you know, yeah, you know, watch your words and how you describe. Don't you talk bad about my baby girl right there. <laughs> Kelly's my girl. Okay, hey. the other guy I don't care for, but Kelly, it's my queen. Kelly's got a new documentary out. Did you know about this? So the two of them actually, there's follow-ups because they made a Vinegar Syndrome re-release of the film, Ooh. and there's two follow-ups, and they're both crazy. I have a play-by-play -play if Hans hasn't seen it. I'm I'm working for Hans here. I'm Team Hans. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw yeah. I saw the documentary today. I had seen it before too, uh, but I it really didn't. The first time I saw it, I was just like, okay, this is just two creeps. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. Yeah. Uh, but I I got very Chris Chan vibes from the from the chubby guy. What's his name? Uh, Jeff. Yeah. Yes. 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 Where it's a lot of just smiling because he thinks he's supposed to be smiling. Yes. And then a lot of weird, innocent slash annoying oversharing of fantasies <laughs> that are going on in his head. And he had very yeah. like very Chris Chen ish, just like what ten years from now, twenty years from now. Yeah. Well, I I'm not a big online guy, so Chris Chen I just heard of in the news when he got arrested. He she got arrested. But um, th what's cool about this Jeff guy is that he's got, he's got like a whole clique. He's got three or four guys he goes around with. Yeah. And they're all mm -hmm. more autistic than the last. So it's <laughs> always <laughs> there's a scene where he's just one of the guys is talking. and He's like, you know, Jeff is very uh, well. Jeff is kind of a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> goes fucking crazy like this afterwards. Like he, it, it's it's insane. These guys, the roller coaster of emotions is uh, is grand. Now, well, he, uh, is DC. that the same guy, the same guy that says, oh, he's got a very good sense of humor. And then they <laughs> cut to him being like, boop, 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 boop on his head. Not and the that's... same guy. It's, oh, yeah, okay. the same group, same group. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I was going to ask, DC, are you a big Tiffany fan? Are you a Tiffany head 
I love pop music from the 80s. Sandra is my other queen. Alyssa Milano, also a great pick, but I do not like Tiffany. I think Tiffany's overrated. She's kind of a bitch. She's not nice to my buddy Jeff. She's not nice. She didn't even kiss my queen on the mouth, so I don't like that. But also her music sucks. You know, I did find it kind of interesting, the fact that she's definitely got, like, a restraining order against this guy. He's shown up to yeah. her concert about three times. With, like, first of all, he, he tried to present her a samurai sword and yeah. um, yes. some flowers, and it was deeply misinterpreted as something threatening. No, it's just a <laughs> Japanese honor he wanted yes. to present her. Uh, but there was all these other instances, uh, stemming back from when he was, like, 35 in 1988 or so, and um, she's just, you know, she, being being a star, being a pop star, she's just memory hold his face. She's not like thinking about his face late at night yeah. uh, in fear, petrified of this man, Jeff. No, she'll go and take a photo with him. He'll hang out in the front row of her concerts. Yeah. And that's just it. That's life. Mm-hmm. Cheek well, kisses she, as well. Cheek kisses. She probably yeah. knows that if she doesn't do that, who knows what this man will do, right? As soon as she starts denying that they're best friends and have a... Uh, what psychic connection where they talked with each other every night? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, so I don't this think is, yeah. this is my third watch of this documentary. Okay, so I'm 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 pretty entrenched in this lore, and I don't know if you remember, but there's a part where they talk about this other guy who was arrested for bringing a gun to a Tiffany concert. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now that guy actually ended up killing someone else, like another famous, uh, I think, uh, either an actress or a pop star. So she should be afraid of these guys. She should be afraid of of like Jeff Turner's and uh, uh, Kelly's. What is it about her music that attracts so many autistic people too? <laughs> because I, I I'm not very familiar. I think I've heard maybe those two songs, those two big songs. I can't even remember the name of the second movie, uh, second movie, second song. But uh, I, 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 every everyone they interviewed that loved them, even the the chubby blonde girl at the end who was like, oh, he's kind of weird or whatever. Yeah. I'm the I'm the what is the manager of the some moderator fake, of the moderator? Online. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. Oh, all right, so she's definitely also not all there. Yeah, <laughs> but what is really. it about what is it about this random '80s one-hit wonder that attracts? I mean, I don't want to say so many because she was playing like a, I don't know, like a plaza, like a not even like a. They didn't even look like a venue. Uh, at least the at one the very end, it was like a gay bar. There were guys yes. that were dancing yeah. around all muscle bound. Looked like your character in Omega Fish Corp DC. <laughs> he would have yeah, fit in. Mine was way fatter. That's that's a great that's a great bit um yeah and she was like i don't know it seemed like very down on your luck venue for an artist Mm -hmm. who had such a hit you know but that's that's the nature of the industry and then obviously the second one not not so good either yeah well where's Corey hart you know where's all these guys who made one hit in the 80s like these guys are not on you know charting madison square garden (laughs) you know and and going on international tours They, they, they do what they can to survive you know. dead as they should be they're mostly <laughs> dead <laughs> also <laughs> yeah, they yeah. went away or had a psychotic break in the 90s when no one cared about them and killed themselves or something as they like, should uh, that's yeah. Corey Haim not Corey Hart huh yeah no Corey Hart oh. uh, by the way yeah Corey Hart's a Canadian legend he went to the same college as I did way way past you know way prior obviously but uh he's uh sunglasses at night you know that mm. song from the 80s that's what he that's what he did what Go happened to, to bed with the guy in shades oh no that guy what happened to Tarzan Boy? Do you guys remember Tarzan Boy? <laughs> no? No, no I remember Tarzan, Tarzan Boy. Boy. Was that that was in the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That was Baltimore. Tarzan Boy. Yeah, that okay. song. That's uh should I pull it? No, we probably that, get Well, uh, let's hey, we <laughs> you think we'll we get got lucky there? by not getting clipped uh with that last episode on the Shane Dawson episode. Monkey Jones got hit with a copyright thing. We did not. 
and we got no views because we uploaded at the same time as Mumkey Jones. Oh, so, great. Rip Bozo. Do you, uh, uh, how do you guys feel about him bringing um, Playboy photos for this lady that took them like 20 years ago so that they can sign them? <laughs> sign how they used to be (laughs) and then he's talking he's talking to someone whose face is blurred being like oh do you remember how you also were in playboy but this wasn't your issue but you're in here and and the woman is like oh that's uh, very nice uh, (laughs) i felt like that as a child when i gave robin williams like the funniest man alive issue of disney magazine and it was jim carrey on the cover but he was featured in it you know so that's kind of a similar thing that's a very like travis bickle bringing his date yeah. to a porn theater in taxi driver <laughs> you know yeah well that's what i love when i meet someone i admire or you know enjoy the work of my favorite answer is always oh i don't remember that that's that's mm-hmm. that's what i like to get when, when i ask yeah. a question or whatever uh, by the way hans you don't know this when i met lorez i kept referencing old videos of yours i was like yeah remember <laughs> movies episode three and he was like yeah i, I don't know I, i'm yeah. directing here i don't know where it's yeah, yeah. so it's it's a yeah it's a fun time i think I, I said, what I... who are you um <laughs> get in a line Extra. movies what is movies? That podcast? i hate movies what are you talking about <laughs> get this guy off my set yeah dude i i will say though i like the i like them you know what i'm saying they're disgusting and vile and shouldn't be you know tolerated and probably if they're dead that's fine but i i do feel a sort of like a I don't know, like a camaraderie with these with these guys in the documentary. Like I, I feel what could lead a person that's not sane to go down that path. You know, uh, what I'm really curious about is if the the Kelly character was normal before that accident, because the yearbook photos that featured Kelly kind of just seemed like a normal, gross looking kid. You know, <laughs> yeah. didn't seem like a mentally yeah. retarded person. And then yeah. somebody says, oh, well, Kelly was actually in a coma for like 12 days and yeah. lost, uh, you know, brain function or something. And then you have this person who has like a hard time speaking and is just like a complete mess of a human being. Makes you wonder if that's really what caused that. I don't know. Hans, what do you is think? She also, she's also not intersex, right? I think she made that up for the documentary. It yeah, came out afterwards. Yeah. Clearly not. No, because, it, well, for the most part, it seems like uh, hermaphrodites tend to take a more feminine appearance because I guess yeah. it's easier to grow a penis out of a clit yeah. than it is to grow balls, balls above your <laughs> vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, typically that's what happens. You'll get balls in your vagina or you'll get like a dick clit. And uh, clearly Kelly, yeah. no, you look like Iggy Pop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me danger, baby. Yeah, I, I do think there's one thing that she said that I, for sure was a lie is she says, I get a period just like any other girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. no, no woman would say that. It's a, this is a guy thing. It's like, yeah, bro, I got, I got a pussy, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. it's like when when uh, transsexuals now are like, oh, I think that's cramps for my period. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. you have balls, sir. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's not. You just have to take a shit. Uh the uh the running, the yes. hilarious. It's probably you my weren't favorite. impressed with her running. You didn't my think that fa- was a good mile. My- my favorite clip, I think, or the thing that made me laugh the hardest is when he, he she, I don't... I, they, them. Did you did you notice that when he presented his the copy of his ID, because he didn't have an ID, Yes. and then they show the copy, which is all fucked up, by the way, and then he marked 
his gender as F with a pen. Yes. Like, awesome. He like crossed awesome. over it and it's just a <laughs> pen badly. Didn't even try to make it seem like this is no, it's just like a badly crossed F. So I was like, oh yeah. Okay, this person is uh, maybe not a little uh maybe a little a little off. But then you have that clip where he's being interviewed outside and he's talking about how much of an athlete he is. And then he stands awkwardly and then just I don't even want to say running because he doesn't even go fast. He just like now, strolls I know. there and back, like what, 10 feet, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're a hater. You're a hater. First yes. of all, this is your opinion. You don't understand anything. He was going, she was going at 10% capacity. She said this. Seven. She, she seven, said seven. seven yeah. Com- <laughs> completely out of breath. Couldn't <laughs> could barely <laughs> talk, but she's like, that's like 7% of my. Yeah capabilities i was like yeah that's uh someone told her that she's an athlete and then that's her whole image it's just like well i i used to be an athlete and now i like running and i wear these tight clothes even though i have titties and like a weird like hang hail body and And i smoke cigarettes uh, and i drink two pints a day stuff like that yeah (laughs) yeah 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 there one of some of my favorite moments are so at a certain point in this movie and i had forgotten about this when i uh revisited the documentary I forgot that they brought Kelly and Jeff together. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a moment where it's like the penguin and catwoman teaming up and they're both going to the <laughs> Tiffany concert. Jesus Christ, what like what a worst case scenario for Tiffany is all your yeah. stalkers teaming up to go to your concert. Yes. Um and uh I love the moments where they are clearly, you know, you have two very socially inept people with one common interest and you would think this is perfect. I mean, they'll get along great. And they don't get along really much at all. It's a very awkward, like even Jeff is like, this person's a fucking psycho, huh? This person's fucking nuts. Um, That's base Jeff right there. He's like, no, you're a man, actually. You're a man. You're a man. He kept kept insisting for some reason. It's like, yo, as a person who's been in the metro and the subway, whether it be Montreal or New York City, you know, if someone crazy says, I'm God, you're like, sure, pal. Sure. Yeah, okay. Cool. That's right. And then you let him go. You know, like, actually, there's one God, and it's not you. Like, you yeah. don't, you don't interact with them. You don't, especially Jeff. I love that as well. Afterwards, every time, uh, uh, she had like, uh, goodness gracious, Kelly had a little, you know, happy moment, a happy little memory. He he would always one up her. So it's like, yeah. oh, she kissed you. Well, she kissed me 20 years ago, actually, and she thinks about kissing me all the time. So <laughs> take that. It's like she. I was actually so making out with her right behind the venue. You didn't see it or anything, but that's yeah. that's what happened. He yeah, gets jealous. He's visibly yeah. like jealous yeah. when she's like, this was such an important night to me. And she gave me a kiss on the cheek. And he's like, yeah, that's that's great. And all, you know, I just hope uh, my great friendship with her continues forever. That's one of my top three favorite things in the world. Well, the picture, right? When he shows the picture of uh, uh, what was it? He says that uh, Tiffany told him that he she can't marry him because she's going to marry Ben, that guy. Yeah, Ben. Uh, and then he shows the pictures of them, who, who, by the way, he always looks so happy on every photo. He's got like the biggest smile and mm-hmm. just like very jolly. And then Ben is just standing next to them, like, like uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like you can tell that he's just like this fucking creep. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can see in his face that he's very jealous of what I have going with yeah, him. Yeah. And he's just like, oh my Jesus, dude. The green eyes of jealousy. Yeah. 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 Insane, man. But but that moment when they're both at the hotel and then Kelly gets offended because he tries to one up her emotion. And yeah. then he just like you see the rage come out for a split second, and you're like, oh fuck. Okay, yeah. yeah, this person can, yeah, he he could he could be one of those gun people that uh, yeah. that uh, end up actually doing something. Because Jeff just seems, yeah, I mean, 
I'm sure again, if Tiffany came out and like humiliated him, uh, well, yeah. maybe not now because he what he's into Alyssa Milano now. Well, right? so wait, she I, got I a restraining order the yeah. year of the documentary coming out. So yeah. I, it ends with him being like, yeah, you know, if I had to choose one, I wouldn't even choose Tiffany. I would choose <laughs> Alyssa. And I yeah. remember turning my head and seeing the TV and seeing who he was talking about. I thought, oh, well, he's got a girlfriend now. Yeah. And no, he's holding up an Alyssa Milano CD. <laughs> And he's got tapes of hers, like DVDs of hers. She's like, oh, okay. I didn't even know she sang ever. No, I me had no idea that she had that that career. But, but uh, uh, I don't know if it's a good time for you guys, but I can dive all what happened to him later because I, I watched that. I have a little thing. Do you know what happened to him since? Like, you no. want to know what happened? No to idea. Since? Please share. I'm very yeah. curious. So I'll, I'll go fast. It's a it's a nice. It's it's worth the watch. We could put it in the description maybe. But uh, essentially, he has diabetes, right? And he broke Tragic. his tooth. Yeah, he, he mm -hmm. broke his tooth just out of stress because he clenched too hard. And then he tried Ugh. to kill himself by drinking too much soda, by drinking oh. too much sugar. And he was legally dead for like 10 minutes. And he saw Jesus and then he came back. And now he's he's really like, he, this, there's no smile on this guy. Like he's oh. completely just devoid of any happiness or any emotion. It's, it's insane. But just, just that fact that he tried to kill himself by drinking sodas is uh, quite the fact. That's amazing. Do we know yeah. what soda he tried to drink? <laughs> no well, idea I don't know, it, was Fago. Like, it was like grape fanta yeah <laughs> probably really bad something really yeah. miserable yeah Wait, so he, cola so is he like born again now or is he just oh he was so in the documentary if you don't know he he spread out his hands for jesus and it was intercut interwoven with footage of him going to porn conventions so it was really funny to be like he's he's a sexual oh. christian yeah oh a sexual christian <laughs> that's <is, laughs> yes. That one, that doesn't sound like a good combination there. Oh, <laughs> That's oh, never yeah. been a good combination. Uh, I, the, the, only thing, the only thing I saw on him was somebody was, was posting on Facebook like, hey, I saw Jeff at a Tiffany concert, and it was 2017. Yeah. So I don't know. Was it before or after? When did Vinegar nope. Syndrome do their uh, restoration? Yeah, so the, this video and the other one, they came out seven months ago, like five months ago. So it's, oh, it's all wow. 2022. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty recent. Yeah, two months, five months ago. And I think that that is the director of the documentary. He, that is him, yeah. Hold on, I don't think I should sign with one second. Oh, that's, that's but... his friend, by the way, the friend you like, Hans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one that's like, oh, he's got a good sense of humor. And he just <laughs> boop, boop, boop <laughs> on his head. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at this. I want to bring the volume up a little bit more. Yeah. Renewed my faith. It wasn't my time yet. He had a diabetic coma, and uh, he was found on the sidewalk uh, in front of this house, and they rushed him, to, rushed him to Dominican Hospital, and it took him like four or five attempts to bring to him back. To a Dominican Hospital? Yeah, I, I wasn't Christ, sure if I heard that right. A lot of uh, sugar sodas, root beer and stuff, and then uh, oh, root too beer. much sugar. <laughs> so his life has changed. Kind of a bucket of ice water into Jeff's face, I think that he realizes he's unlikely to ever get married, never have children, never raise a family. And he's never gonna be a celebrity. He's just going to fade away. And so I think there's a deep depression in him now because he realizes that. Oh, he's got a full head of hair. That's something to be proud yeah. of, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, and kind of cauterize his emotional life. Ooh. Oh, that's a good look. Still has better teeth than me though broke off and it had to be pulled out because it broke off 
Maybe just uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. From what? Oh, his dad died, by the way. His fake dad, he died. Oh. oh Hold on. Guy, Let's pause on that story real quick yes. because they say, you know, my dad, uh, he was a friend of my dad's in the service and uh, yeah. he married my mom. It wasn't like this noble thing where they were fighting in World War II and the dad was like, I need you to take care of my wife. <laughs> yeah. It was, they served together. They put their lives on the line together. They came back and then he was like, yeah, fuck this guy. I think I'm yeah. just going to take his wife from him. Yeah. And he yeah. took his retarded son, too. What a poor move. Poor decision, yeah. pal. Jesus he was Christ. awesome, though. He had zero time for his autism. Yeah, he was he just did. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's into a bunch of gay shit, whatever. Like, he's yeah, just... We tried to get some doctors to fix his head. They didn't yeah. know what was wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm not a doctor. Know. That's what he said. He's yeah. like, I'm not a doctor. I can't do this. Yeah. By the way, the thing I loved also is that like he'd argue with his son with the the, the power of a thousand sons. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He'd be like, "No, I did the VCR correctly." And he's like, Dad, like, and the son, like Jeff, was like, "What, sixty when they made the documentary?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he would argue with him like it was life or death. And I guess uh, I don't know the one who laughs last, you know, has the hardest laugh, something like that, you know. So uh, Jeff's still alive. Dad's dead. So rip Bozo. Dad's oh. dead. Hey, let's look at Kelly. What's Kelly been up to? I saw that Kelly was in the recommended search there. I'm yeah, sure yeah, Kelly's aged well. Somebody who drinks that today. much and yeah, she's a let's milk, see. a man. I'd like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no offense to to her in any way, shape. Oh, yes. Yeah, really, Iggy Pop. Really, <laughs> oh, now in my life anymore. I wish good Ooh. luck and I've moved on. Hans, how much would it take to get you to suck on her thumb? <laughs> um, Oof. Uh, yeah, I just really haven't uh, seen A thousand? <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Pesos? That's crazy. I mean, I can do that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, game. Let's do it. Ugh. That, that's one of the things. Oh, wait, hold on. You don't know what's under that thumb now. These are my kids right here. Yeah, so she's got kids right now, which is. Uh, wow. Taylor, I don't have to change them. Proud father of Betty Boop and Mariah Carey. My favorite thing about his, her, whatever apartment is how they, um, they just put pictures all around the house at eye level so that i guess whenever he's standing up he's always looking at <laughs> tiffany yes that's but a, it's yeah. just throughout the entire house it's just a row like this big mm -hmm. of just you know as tall as they are so that they're looking at tiffany at any time so yeah. that was a nice touch yeah, it seems like he changed that now but wants to be held she literally falls over yeah, do you hear that? So when the the doll falls over, she thinks the doll is signaling that it wants to be held by her. Ah, uh, yeah. oh. I mean, it's like this is too yeah. far gone, man. Oh yeah, let me ask this real quick, Hans. If you can pause the video two yeah. seconds, yeah. there's three separate shots of her feet in the original documentary. How hot is that to you? <laughs> oh, I didn't even. Oh fuck, I don't remember. I'm glad I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we can't pull it up. But I'm just, I was just asking you. I don't know. Just that, oh, you, okay. you, you seem like a guy of culture. You know, I don't know how you feel. So about she's, these things. so she's high. That's why she sounds retarded. It's not that her brain stuff went got worse. Cause she's smoking yeah. weed right now exactly I, so she says that she quit alcohol and now she's just on the 420 and she starts oh, blazing nice. up yeah she's just a stoner now yeah she's a comedian
That's <laughs> yeah. You know, like how all comedians, all stand-up comedians, like, yeah, I'm sober, bro, and they do LSD and shrooms yeah. with Joe Rogan and weed and everything. MDMA, but... yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> getting big Kevin Smith vibes off of Kelly here. So <laughs> she's gotten thinner. That's true. Yeah. Oh, um, it probably too. Well, no, I don't see. Her, I don't see her running anymore, though. That sucks. She's just walking. <laughs> She's just hold on. She doesn't run anymore. She just walked um uh, in a weirder way than she did. <laughs> That's hard as fuck. I love that. Yeah. Well, cause she's got like lungs full of resin. Uh, her and I together walking hand in hand. Yeah, so you skipped the important part. Essentially, she thinks she's in a relationship with a girl that's like a Latina. Okay, a beautiful oh. Latinx. But actually, what they're going to show later is that this was a teenager whose nudes got stolen online. And she's been getting scammed by someone who she doesn't know for like five years. And she's given like 1350 bucks to this person, even though she's oh. on the poverty line. So she's really not, you know, doing great. So she is wow. the Chris Chen, not the other guy then. <laughs> just getting scammed <laughs> with fake photos and getting little money that they got. Her, that's Oh it. my God, he... <laughs> Yeah. What, you don't believe she would date uh, <laughs> Kelly here? <laughs> Damn, dude. Wow. That's some 90 day fiance shit, you know, where the, where yeah. it's like a, a fat man from like Nebraska. And then he's like, yeah, I have a I have a wife that's waiting for me in the Ukraine. I've only seen two photos, but I've sent him a hundred thousand dollars for a year. Yeah, that's it's the same thing. Just it's a, actually a five four Dominican man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they can never meet. So he's just like always putting it off as it's too far or whatever. Oh, I mean, but you, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. It looks she's like on Dr. Phil. There you go. Do you think I, I can't? Yeah. Damn, more. I should practice a Dr. Phil, man. I could know it. Would have been good. Spoken to him. No. Never texted with him. Never. Don't know him. Haven't received any money from him. Don't have any connections with him whatsoever. <laughs> so was that another guy who got scammed yes. who was in so, love with her? Exactly. So there's, by the way, if you click uh, pause, please, if you go in the yeah. comments, there's a conspiracy theorist who I love. He's my brother. I don't actually know him. But if you go down to one of the last comments, he says that she's actually a scammer who pretends she doesn't know her pictures got stolen. But actually, she's been selling the pictures to multiple people. Uh, it's like a long page, like a schizo paragraph Ooh. in the bottom there. It's really worth uh, the mention. I do like that theory. I bet you. I bet you that's been the case a couple of times. The that's an that's an interesting angle. No, that's not a damn. It, sorry, yeah, I, but I I remember it was there. But uh, either way, yeah, that's that's the longest short of it. Statue. There's a guy who's like, actually, she's behind it all. She's the one. Yeah, exactly. Not a top comment. She's the one selling her pictures to all. Oh, the here models. it is. Yes, here you Verona. go. It's a this catfish. Is Earth Wing is nine. It's a catfish scam <laughs> artist. Oh, multiple. She has yes. caught many in her snare, adding to her four million net worth. You can Google. She says she's a model when in fact it's a soft porn star. She claimed her account was hacked, yet she tells men if they care, they will send her money and gift cards. Look at the photos of her lavish home. Not one of someone that needs oh, money. No. My husband <laughs> no. was scammed by her and sent over eighty thousand dollars in five years. In that time, she was married to a man and had a baby. The address I found in my husband's wallet matched her home. I know for a fact Angie Verona's conning clueless men out of thousands of dollars and breaking up marriages, causing people to lose their benefits and causing families to file bankruptcy. Wow. So her husband. Wait a second. Wait a second. You missed the best part. Oh, may sorry. Karma may... <laughs> come back to you, Angie. Okay. Karma's going to yeah. get her. So capital karma. Yeah. Capital <laughs> K. Wow. Earthwings. 
What, what, hold on. Go to Earthwing's profile. Let's see what they got. <laughs> I bet they have a nice playlist that's like Fleetwood Mac. Let's yes. see. Cornhusk. Oh, one of your people. Huh? Oh, hablan español. Okay. Yeah. Oh. What's in the playlist? Easy peeling hacks to make you look like a pro. <laughs> we, we can learn a lot about earthwings here so thyroid issues are secondary to other problems fat, mind control yeah. skills wim hof shout out yeah wim hof. bts day d visualizer uh kitchen tools crochet so she's definitely fat uh wim hof met yeah how to make an easy 3d origami swan ptsd visualization <laughs> for trauma relief and healing yeah that's crazy this is yeah, yeah yeah but wow. yeah Sucks so what do you guys her, think you guys think it's real there's any credence to this or it's just an angry scorned wife taking it out on the poor woman who's gonna i don't i don't I know if it's she's... a little bit of both yeah i'm willing to say th that somebody catfished using her photos and probably uh got some money and then she became aware of it and was like oh interesting maybe <laughs> i can think of something and she probably yeah. talked to her husband and was like hey what if we start doing this and we just pin it on the catfishers and then they probably racked up cash i bet you that comments legit yeah i mean it would be smart right get some of that money even though she's instead of not getting anything for those like not even naked pictures. your photos are getting passed around anyway exactly. you might as well get in on the scam you might yeah. as well make uh eighty thousand dollars and break up a few marriages while you're at it now here's where i'm going to call you guys out now this is going to be Hans, what is that end. deranged face you're making right now <laughs> i'm looking at a screenshot of a text conversation yes but just don't, don't forget that she's underage in these pictures. So I'm going to call you guys out for that right now. You said it was okay to share around underage pictures and make money off of that. So Fair enough. This is the end of movies. <laughs> in the movies, I'm sorry. Uh, edit that out. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what does it say? I will immediately... I would have, all you care about is me sending you money. I will immediately. You send the 50 now. Send it. So this is not even someone that speaks English well. Yeah. You send the fifty now. Send it now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God! Shut the fuck up. Can't, Can't you understand? You understand? Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God, Kelly, I'm going to Boston. Oh man, <laughs> Kelly. That Kelly, is... come on. Yeah. Maybe we should bring Kelly on movies. What do you think, Hans? No, no. No. We just no. had Simon from Fish Tank yeah, to talk he... about Fish Tank. I think we could get into this. Yeah. yeah. I think you could get into Kelly. Me I think... too. I think Hans <laughs> wants to get between those sweet arches. Oh. No, that's one of the that's one of the notes that I had here. It's like she doesn't look like someone that someone that worries much about body odor. Like yeah. for whatever reason, you can tell that she stinks. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm must. good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can you can see the yeah the stink. Um, I yeah. I love her down to her bone marrow. That was one of her lines when nice. she was when she was getting creepy with her with her description because i i think she at one point she started um talking about her love for tiffany but then she's like but i'm meant to be with her and yes it's my destiny it's my he, right actually yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> i love her down to a bone marrow like her creepy man came out when she said that. and that's very interesting as well she tries to put on this like innocent kind of like well this is how i speak but then when she talks sports she's like go lions let's fucking yeah. go boys right the rest it's like whoa dude fucking <laughs> she, she loves sports and even uh when she talks with jeff later on like we're in the hotel room together in vegas that she says oh, yeah. like 
something like Ben, you know, they married with Ben. And it's like, Ben kind of took away from me, just like you would in an interception in football and ran back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. you don't you know, like wedge in sports references for no reason, unless you're a guy. Sorry. Yeah. She brought up like Ken Griffey Jr. or somebody like that. <laughs> and Jeff was like, you know, I'm not really into sports. I don't like sports. So uh... to which her response was, are you gay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said, are you a gay man? And he said, no, no, I'm a heterosexual. I'm straight. Uh, yeah. I'm not so. looking for a one night stand, she said. She she did say that. Oh, like, yeah. Listen, yeah. I'll put in a good word for you. Uh, no, that's all I can promise is, yeah. is I'll, do, I'll do my best. Uh, what Has this director gone on to do anything else since working on this film? Aside in from the, apparently the two follow-ups. Yeah, in the comments he says that now he's doing animation for other documentaries and working like that. So I don't know if he's done stuff since, but now he's because uh, he was replying to comments in those those videos. So he's doing animation. Got it. Interesting. I did like the transitions about how they were thought about before shooting and how it was just like something as it was like like uh, scribbling a note in front of the camera and then yeah. pulling that away. And the credits are like that also. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind of creative, kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I got a uh, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a fun one, man. But I will say that it does not hold up as well as I thought it would. A third rewatch, mm. it's not, it's not eternal. Like, it, it's always cool to see for the first time or the first time in a long time because you're like, oh, that's crazy, man. He said that, whatever. But, yeah. but when it comes to actual filmmaking, okay, this is not uh, uh, Werner Herzog. You know what I'm saying? This is not exactly the deepest of, of documentary filmmaking. Well, do you think that documentaries have much replay value in general? I think that if it's a, it's a vibe, like for a movie, for example, sometimes you know the story, but the aesthetics like warrant a rewatch yeah. for 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 that yeah i'm not a big documentary guy honestly but uh yeah but uh, documentaries yeah. have kind of been ruined for me because now i'm just like yeah this is just this is somebody's lies this is somebody molding the truth into lies every single yeah. time um i think there there are some that are far greater than others but like i don't know there the whole genre is kind of tainted to me a little bit um yeah i completely agree with your point there like i think for movies in general, I think the vibe is the most important thing. It comes before the story, the characters, a mm -hmm. anything uh, is you have to create a vibe that people want to go back to. That's the actual hallmark of success with any film. Yeah. And some documentaries do capture that. I think Errol Morris's earlier films, like The Thin Blue Lion, uh, have a, a particular kind of interesting vibe about them because of how it is um shot and what they use for like b-roll and whatnot it's very early unsolved mysteries before there was like an unsolved mysteries mm -hmm. uh i think you know having being able to shape it well for a documentary um is really i think what makes it revisitable and very few very few are i think they care more about the subject matter than they do the the presentation in a lot mm -hmm. of these cases and this is from an era where you know, I think there was a hang up of analyzing these freaks you could encounter online and maybe couldn't encounter in real life that often, or maybe you couldn't identify them as easily that often back in the 90s or before then. Because um, it came around the same time as like Shy Boys, IRL. Did you ever see that, DC? No, I haven't seen that. Hans, you want to pull it up real quick? I feel like sure. it got a second wind in 2018 or 2019 when people rediscovered it. It was free on Vimeo for the longest time. And um, the director like made the rounds a couple of years after the fact. It was it was like a good predecessor to TFW No GF. Yes. Uh, and I think they were just like it was an incel message board where they interviewed a bunch of guys and some of them learned their lesson and improved. And this guy did not. I, oh, I, I remember you. this. I remember. Juicy lips. Yeah, Juicy Lips. <laughs> <laughs> 
by the way, TFW, how do you feel about that? Have you both seen it? Yeah, we did an episode on it around the time it first came out. And that movie has a vibe. That movie's got a very particular vibe about it. And uh, I remember not having a super favorable opinion of it when it first came out. And I gradually warmed to it a little bit more. But it's still not one of my favorites. I think Alex Lee Moyer's got an interesting voice as a director, but her two movies haven't really done it for me. Mm. I I was actually the opposite. I saw it and I was like, yo, that's literally me, bro. The incel, <laughs> 410 guys, you know, shooting guns outside. Like I had some sympathy for it, but now coming back, it's like a lot of stuff is, it's a good, you know, time piece, like a time capsule, you know, like it, it, it has John Mouse in it. It has the little MDE sticker on the back. Shout out. Like all, all, all the stuff that's really 2016 is in there. But again, I, like like many things, maybe I'm just getting jaded. Like I don't enjoy movies anymore, but I don't think I want to watch it again. You know, when I did, I was just like, I felt boring to me the second time. Yeah, same. I remember just being like, I, I hate, like there, it's not fun to watch these people just be yeah. that, you know, it's just, oh, fucking just stop it <laughs> you know you just want to just slap him just slap yeah. it out of him i don't have i don't have a lot of sympathy for for that yeah. type of committee i really didn't feel that way with this one maybe because i was just grossed out yeah uh, i was just Fair like down. oh there's just there's something yeah. yeah there's something about it that just has like a weird like dirty feel to it being so obsessed with someone that barely knows who you are if 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 that uh, but I remember when I when I uh, watched that TGF, no, whatever TGIF, uh, Family yeah. Friday, <laughs> Family uh, Katy Perry song. Yeah. It, yeah, it was it was just a lot of like, all right, fucking you, fucking insult, stop it! Yeah. You just said yeah. fuck they're you, all young, dude. fuck who, you. Yeah, <laughs> who isn't cringe when they're twenty? You know, yeah. what I'm saying like I'm living it right now, bro. You're cringe as hell when you're twenty. That's what yeah, you do. yeah, yeah. DC, when like, you told me your age, I was I was stunned. Everybody I was is absolutely I, stunned. I look and sound like I'm 45, but I'm I'm 22 right now. Yeah. <laughs> how does yeah. that make you feel, Hans? That you're how many years older than DC? Uh, 16. Yeah. No, you're what? 22. I'm yeah. I'm 37. So okay. yeah. 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 So so like you what could be like, his you're, dad, you're, Hans. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm Latin American, so yeah, I could be. <laughs> I could, uh... Dude, but what I love about this, by the way, just coming back to Jeff and and uh, couldn't I always keep her calling. The, Kylie, but it's Kelly, right? Her name? Yeah, yeah Kelly. Yeah. It's just the, like more coming at a ripe old age of 22. Speaking of, I feel like mortality is very interesting to me right now. I love to see like, you know, guys and, and, and people who just like dedicate their lives to something so weird or so kind of like off. The, and now like all these guys could have died. Both of them could have died since then. And one has technically. So it's like it's crazy to think that these guys will never change. You know, it's not a phase. It's not yeah. a cool like, you know, I'm 16. and This is deep. It's literally a guy that will be geriatric there's a point in his life if he makes it to there where he will not be able to shit he's gonna be he's gonna have incontinence and still he'll have the the, the sweet tunes of tiffany in his head which is insane mm -hmm. it's 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 really just an image to 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 cherish i think well jeff's gonna be about he's gonna be getting up there he's gonna be about oh, yeah. almost 80 by now right so he was he 35 was, in 87 he was yeah. 50 when this came out 2008 yeah uh so that's well he's not that old but still, all right like, yeah he's actually younger than i expected 60, yeah 65 all right yeah but well, still you know what i'm saying like even even artists people who were rock and rollers in the 80s metallica is getting embarrassing but they, he did not have the 80s metallica did he had this obsession unrequited love and just like you know hoarder mentality for his whole life and now he's gonna die you know, that's 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 weird, dude. This is your imprint. Your imprint on humanity and the world is being obsessed with Tiffany and then croaking. 
That's crazy, man. That's crazy. He he was happy too, being a creep. Like he <laughs> like he, like I said, he was all smiles at all yeah. time. And even when he was uncomfortable with his stepdad, he was like, Oh, just oh, he likes to fight with me. You yeah. know, like he was he was a jolly man. And now right. that update that we just saw where he's just <laughs> defeated, just like yeah toothless well, in a hoarded house well, i mean that that he said he had fixed in the hoarding before yeah, in, the, right. in the documentary obviously not uh <sighs> i don't think he looked defeated i think he looked just very serious like all the joy had drained from him but not in a way like a, a defeated man has a very particular like very droopy dog look he did not have that he was missing a tooth <laughs> but that I, I he did not look defeated to me i think there's just yeah. anger and evil boiling just, inside i was gonna say he's very rough. dark it's like the dark mode right now because when mm. by the way in the same documentary the, the follow-up he says that his uh like fake dad died and then his mom died right after and he was smiling he was just like well if you watch documentary you can tell he was kind of an asshole so and he was almost like he he like, like you know laughing and dancing <laughs> maybe on the he killed him guy, maybe so. he poisoned like, one yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> He made the train run into his mouth or something. It's crazy. Oh, he slashed his throat with a Tiffany vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're alone now. It's Uh, when I I started looking into these two, I really thought one of them was going to be dead. And I'll tell you what, I didn't think it was going to be Jeff. But I'm very surprised to see they're both alive in the exact. Well, Jeff's not really the exact same, but they look more or less the exact same. Just tweaked about 15 years. Exactly. I, the, the one thing that is really impressive to me uh, when it comes to the filmmaking uh, is that at no point it felt like he was making fun of them. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like he was just presenting them as they are without, you know, trying to make fun of them, which could be very easy. You know, yeah. that I, I think it, that's probably the biggest challenge trying to be, I don't know if I would say nice, but just present them as they are without making fun of them because they're just so naturally funny uh without meaning to be yeah. funny yeah uh, but the fact that he kept it like like a portrait of this uh, uh what would you call them like uh offshoots of society and like yeah. people that can't really function because I, I believe both of them get uh, government assistance right yeah. so they both can't function and uh, as a regular person uh, but he, at no point it felt like he was like pointing and laughing at them. It was always just like, well, this is who they are and, and whatever you get from it, it's more up to you than, than what we're trying to show you with the documentary. The one big thing I will give this filmmaker a lot of credit for is not making them overly sympathetic. When you watch Making a Murderer, for example, Stephen Avery is presented like, look at this down-on-his-luck dummy who fell into this bad situation. Look at Mm -hmm. his brain-damaged nephew over here. And then you look into the actual details of the case, and it's like, this guy clearly murdered this fucking woman. Like, he did it. He obviously did it. It It was the correct conviction here in this case. And they don't do that with this. They They give you enough where it's like, it paints a three-dimensional portrait of both of these people where you can humanize them a bit, but you're still at no point like this person isn't in some capacity a threat. If given the right circumstance, uh, either of these people could be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. That's very apparent when they're not talking to camera because they're mm-hmm. two, they're two completely different people when they're talking to the to the cameraman or when they're just being recorded at that bar or when they're seeing her live uh their face is completely different it's like they're in a trance uh, very weirdly uh but then you could also see that there's like a little bit of 
of like darkness in their face that doesn't really show uh, at every moment that they talk about her. It's just more about like how how they interact with their environment when they're in her presence, which is such a weird thing to say. But you you can tell that uh, these people could uh, at any moment they could just switch, and and that niceness could yeah become could disappear. Dangerous, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the truck and sorcerer. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if nothing touches it, it's fine. They're, they're, they can go through their entire lives and not hurt a fly. But then, if let's say, for example, they think in their minds that the security guard is the only thing getting in the way between them and Th Tiffany, they could murder. They could go mm -hmm. like ape, yeah. you know, and completely like, kill someone. And be like, yes, because I, I'm meant to be. You know, like, and and they would still. It, that's the crazy thing about it. It's like it's like radicalism to the extreme. Like you, you they are convinced of nothing more then they should be together with with Tiffany and that they're you know meant to be together that's crazy like no 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 amount of facts or people outside being like yo chill do something else nothing even by the way we missed the, the my favorite character of the documentary the, the gay guy who's just like what, he's just the lonely gay guy who hangs out oh. with uh, Callie he's like well you know i don't really like her but you know she texts me back so i guess i hang out with her it's like, yeah <laughs> yeah you and that guy could be like yo maybe just try getting fucked or something don't you know put all this energy into Tiffany, but nothing can discourage them. They're always going to do that. They w they showed uh, that guy and Kelly out at the club, and Kelly's, like, drunk and dancing and having a good time, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, you know, and he's like, yeah, I guess, you know, we wouldn't really be friends if she didn't call me every single day. Um, <laughs> Dude, you know? Crazy. Uh, and no, he's going she's on about, weird. Like, she's weird socially and acts weird around people, but she texts me back. So yeah, like, but you uh, know, <laughs> it was weird bringing her out to the club the first time. But she's just kind of gotten the hang of it a little bit. Like she's yeah. not a social nuisance anymore. She's just awkward. It's like and this is like weird California, right? I mean, like because I. Not that I would know, but, you know, gay bars, gay clubs, they got fake guys, they got bodybuilders, they got, like, sick and twisted aesthetic, they got zizzes in there, you know? Yeah, But yeah. that, the images we saw from that was was all, like, pasty, you know, they, they did not go out the entire day, they were just at the office and they go out to, to, to party. It wasn't the cream of the crop of the gay community, I think. No, yeah. that you go out, you expect DC, not Hans, <laughs> when you see <laughs> Yeah, dude, you expect big fat guys. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That's that's amazing. That picture you took of me, by the way, Low Rise, that, that <laughs> well, I wasn't prepared for is amazing. I will say, I, I literally can't be taken seriously ever, which is good. It's good. But uh, <laughs> it's the brand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just, yeah. Just, just own me by posting that. Thank you. Uh, well, do you want to tell, tell the audience a little bit about your character in Omega Fish Corp? He is yeah. man of, a man of a few words, I'd say. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I'm. I, I said this during the shoot as well. Didn't get a laugh that time, so now I'm going to try it on your audience. Maybe people will enjoy this. <laughs> I see my character as a Jar Jar Binks type figure. It's like, oh, that guy's stupid. I hate him. I want to kill him. He's annoying. He's racist. But in George Lucas's mind, he's the key. He's the Darth Plagueis. He's the, the, the one behind it all pulling the strings. So my, is it maybe just a little cameo you gave out of the kindness of your heart? No, I think it's actually central, uh, uh, homage to subtle filmmaking. I will say that your character is a key in some regards, uh, in that, uh, you know, we can't progress the plot forward to where it needs to go unless <laughs> your character, um, who I, did we come up with a character name for your character yet? Yeah, but that's secret. Okay, I'll tell right. you after the that'll, show. That'll, yeah, you'll tell me. <laughs> you'll tell me the writer, creator, director <laughs> of the show. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, producing uh, right now. Excuse me, sorry, Laura. I'm producing right now. It's that's producing. right. Uh, well, that is true. DC is actually associate producer <laughs> on this on this fine program now, which yes. 
we did drop the information two shows ago now we've been recording shows like crazy since we're on we're on pause from production at the moment uh is going to be picked up by a streaming service how about that theatrical boom 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 so yeah um anyway i like i was saying before i will say we don't we cannot get to the proper conclusion of the story if you are not in that hallway hanging out so you're you're right about that is it like a marcellus wallace type character because that's the vibe that i got off it sure it's like a jar jar slash marcellus it's more like tarantino (laughs) when they bring the the dead body into his home what's that famous line of his tarantino and pulp fiction what's that famous line I don't know something Tarantino. storage. I don't know. It's uh Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, I love I'm that line. Drawing a blank, yeah. Yes, I got a t-shirt of that. I just wear it outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh I know I would say actually if I want if, if if there's a character I compare it to, it's maybe um in Minnie and Moskowitz, the first date she goes on, the guy who's just a fat guy who's just like, I I hate blondes. Blondes have the Swedish attitude where they want to kill themselves. I'm a nice guy. I'm an okay. And he starts shouting in the restaurant and like and and uh, Gina Rollins just has to put their her sunglasses on, like fucking embarrassed. Like, stop talking to me. That's yeah. my guy. And that's my guy in Omega Fish Corp. That's my guy in real life. It's it's uh it's method acting. Yes. Uh, what did you say, oh, wait, did yeah. you say Minion Moskowitz? I didn't know there was a minion with a last name. Is that what? That's what that's no. what I heard. Minion, Mo- Mini- like, who no, the fuck is Minion? It's Mini and Moskowitz. It's oh, not okay. a Minion Moskowitz. It's like what the? Yeah, f- no. There's a Jewish Minion. What? I thought they were all Jewish. <laughs> yes. Well, it's the entry in the Minions universe directed by John Cassavetes. That's the one I, I was referring to. Yeah. DC. What was what was the comment that oh was made gosh. on the Oki show? Because this was like a year ago, so I have no yeah. memory of this. Yeah. I certainly did not say anything bad about Cassavetes. <laughs> I love Cassavetes. I got a Cassavetes box set right behind this computer. Yeah here yeah um what was the comment that set you off with that show dude it was it wasn't a comment all right let me let, first of all i have to record a wwe wrestling promo against stokey okay this is this is over i'm gonna this is gonna be in the ring this is settled in the ring i'm not gonna sell this online speaking okay that's the first thing second of all hans uh and and oki were just dunking on my favorites they were like Jean Dielman, that movie, like three-hour movie about the French woman and the prostitute, <laughs> like, oh, yo, it's it's not fast enough. Oh, yeah, it's not fast. Oh, hello, I'm Hans. It's not fast enough. It's like, bro, it's supposed to be a slow burner, okay? When you've yeah. watched too many movies, you can't handle action. If I yeah. see action in a movie, I see a gun come out that's going to shoot, actually, not just a prop, I turn it off. I hate it. I don't want to watch this like, yeah, bro, we got them code secret missiles. I don't care about that stuff. I want a slow burn. I want character development. I want subtle hints. I want irregular conversations that develop into this bigger theme. That's the first thing, okay? Then, second, what they did, they dunked on Claire Denis. Uh, a student oh, yes. of Jarmouche's, okay, yep. Beau Travail. It was an amazing film. The cathartic scene at the end where they sing, and oh, she doesn't sing, but he dances. The main guy dances to This is the Rhythm of the Night, okay, by Corona. Mm-hmm. It's an important scene. It is a sort of, uh, you don't even know if it's true because he might have been he might have been dead. Spoiler alert. You don't know if he's alive. You don't know if he's, you know. Either way, it's these, these are the joys of cinema, okay? So go watch Marvel. Go watch Mission Impossible 3 with Sean Penn or whatever the fuck the guy's name is who made Dawn of the Dead or Sean of the Dead, okay? Uh, I, I, I don't, I can't tolerate this, man. It's too far. It's too far. I have to do the call out. This is not written. This is unscripted. I'm kind of like the shock master at the moment, you know, just coming through. But uh, Is that the cake movie, the one you're talking about, when they eat a cake for like half an hour? No, no, no. So the first oh. one is the French movie where it's like she's a prostitute, but she's also a mother, you know, the classic Madonna whore complex. I don't know if you heard about that stuff. I'm a bit of a psychologist. <laughs> Second movie is that like a uh, movie they saw, uh, they shot in Africa where it's all the French soldiers. Uh, just training together. It's very just neatly shot, 
and um you know just it's 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 very like um atmospheric in, in its filmmaking like it's just you know it's it's beautiful shots but not much uh you know story it's kind of just a, a slice of their lives and it ends with a dance scene and people were like oh i don't like that dance scene it's a 90s song it's like yes that's the freaking point <laughs> either way well i don't remember everything you said sounds gay but i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> saying any of that but uh yeah you, know, you want actual gay greg Araki. <laughs> i've been getting to greg Araki so hard this month it's insane he's a oh. rocks what is your favorite from him uh, so far, probably Mysterious Skin because it's the most serious one. But uh, Doom Generation is awesome. I love just good, like degenerate, fucking piss you, like fuck you in the ass filmmaking. You know, it's like really just it, it, it's angry against everybody. Like no one comes out of that one unscathed. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what does what does this all have to do with Cassavetes? You cited Cassavetes. So like, you didn't say anything about Cassavetes. <laughs> you said clearly me. What and do you now? And yes. now for the future presentation, okay, Cassavetes. <laughs> Yeah, he you you said you didn't like women under the influence. That's right. Like, oh, oh, it's the it's the number one. It's the number one. It's not the most accessible. It's not the number one film either. It's probably not the most known. It's not, I think it's, it's the number one film. I would say it's definitely not the most accessible. But I right. I would say what has he done that's been a more in this day and age? Because back yeah. in the day, it was probably Gloria or something like that. That was yeah. probably the most commercial hit. What do you think is Cassavetes number one? Uh, as an actor, as a as a director? as a director. Yeah, it's hard. That's hard. I would say right now, just because of the circles I'm in, everybody just sucks off husbands. They're like, oh, husbands is good, which is great. I've, I, I suck husbands. off husbands every <laughs> night. But, but no, husbands rocks. But I think in the like the Internet sphere, husbands is probably the most, uh, you know, revered. I disagree with that. I would say husbands had a blip in like yeah. r literally right after I discovered husbands before yes. it went to Criterion. Once it hit Criterion, <laughs> husbands did spike yes before yeah. that and i feel like now it's a woman under uh, under the influence i feel like that's the one everyone cites and goes to uh when they talk about like great cassavetti's performances True. bring out that uh performance from from jenna rollins and, and peter falk i think that is like that's pretty close to number one with a bullet a good uh underrated one is opening night I think. yes which is my favorite film of cassavetti's of all time really it's, yeah literally that nothing compares yeah, yeah. So we lost uh, Hans 10 minutes ago. I'm so sorry about this. I don't want to, you know, drag yeah, this on for too long. But the, uh, so Hans, <laughs> don't you speak, pal. I got way more against you right now. You okay. said, oh, I can't take old movies seriously because this yes. is weird. Yeah. Brother. Yes. Brother, have you been outside? <laughs> People speak weird right now. You go outside. It's like, no. Yo, it's I mean, who for real, goes for real. outside? I don't go outside. Yeah, dude. No. Like, Yo, it's busting for real, for real. Stuff like that. That's normal to you? That's normal no. speak? No. Well, I don't understand that either. I'm foreign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I said, what did I say to my girlfriend the other day? I said, no cap. And she was like, what? And I was like, I don't know what that means. I'm just, I just heard that. Someone said that. I have no idea yeah. what it, I don't know if it means that you're being truthful or lying. So I, yeah. I, I just used it. And she was like, what? No, like, I don't, I don't. Hans, you need to have the same approach as GMAC because GMAC's not really into movies. He's like, I don't know where to start with movies. I guess I'll start from the beginning, yeah. which was like a trip to the moon. You just have <laughs> nice. to go in order and start watching all those like Benjamin Franklin's movies. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Edison's Frankenstein. That's I what think there's a movie watch. we can watch on the show right now. I don't want to derail. You say yes or no, but there's a great <laughs> film. It's six seconds long. It's in, from the 1800s, late 1800s. It's called A Gargantuan Woman coming off the ground or standing up and it's just a really fat woman standing up it's one of the okay, earliest is that films. on x videos how do you find this <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well either way don't i mean we don't have to watch it let's yet, watch actually, it but, no i want to watch this but it We're might not be available right i just i just remembered but there's lots of 1800 movies uh out there 
there's a young Newark athlete. That's a good one. You got to see that one. I think Hans is going to love that one because he's like, oh, it's not like today. This man is fit. He's 12 years old and he's juggling and he's a young Newark athlete. That's cool. Young Newark athlete. Is that that little boy that was the Tarzan little boy who was like a bodybuilder at like seven? No, <laughs> no one remembers that. No, no, no one remembers. Am I too? Am I, too old? I thought you were leading into a Baltimore a Tarzan boy return. <laughs> You're gonna play that song for us. That's what I thought. Little Hercules is what they were calling. You guys remember Little Hercules? Uh, yeah, but he's he's from the uh, '80s, '90s. No, that was wasn't that Schwarzenegger, Little Hercules? No, what? That was that's Hercules in New York. Hercules now we're going too crazy here. You guys okay. are. Yeah, exactly. This guy. All right, I don't like the vibe of this show anymore. <laughs> Do you yeah, remember I that do. beautiful boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, but uh, I'm just saying. So I, for that, I agree. I agree with Hans actually for once. Yeah. Okay? On the fact right. that there's always been there's always been this like subsect of movies that are completely unnatural. Like the dialogue is like no one speaks like that. Yeah. If you go back to the 50s, 60s, that was more kind of like the big highway, like, oh, honey, I would do anything for you. And stuff like that is like, yeah, I get it's annoying, but there's much more. Like, uh, Cassavetti is some of those great films. Not to keep ragged. It's like, I, I sound like a film bro who knows one guy, okay? But he, the, the 1963, 1968, his outputs are very, like, it's very natural. You can't mm -hmm. tell me that's not natural. And that's from the 60s, you know? And if you look yeah. at modern filmmaking, even there's, good, like, Noah Baumbach's marriage story is not natural. I loved it, but it, no one speaks like that. I don't watch that either, but I, I understand what you mean. <laughs> I think I started and then it was one of those, oh, Jesus. All right. We understand you yeah. don't like each other. Um, I, I'm not very familiar with Casabetes. I think I've only seen a couple of them. Uh, yeah. and we, talked about, we talked about Killing of a Chinese Bookie, both yeah. versions on the show with Mario Cuomo. And I don't think we've covered anything else from Casabetes. No. Have we? No, I don't think so. You don't you want to mentioned. make it into showbiz, okay? Listen to this. This is how you do it. You set them up so that inadvertently you book yourself another spot later mm. on. I, I'm talking to the audience right now. You guys can agree or disagree. <laughs> but if you want to book yourself another, uh, you know, appearance on the show, you set them up to be like, oh, yeah, we haven't actually talked about that. You know this. And you're like, oh, well, I know. I know some things about that. So <laughs> I, you do the math. I don't know. It's a killer strategy. Yeah, no, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna go to uh, what is it? Young, uh, young Newark athlete. Yes. For the next show, the six second movie. <laughs> um, we could do. We should. Here's what we. Should, here's what we should do. We should hang up this this episode. Let's watch Young Newark athlete, and I will put out Young Newark athlete. We'll talk about it for ten seconds, and it will be its own episode. That's what I'm voting for here. I'm happy. We'll watch Johnny Staccato. Is that good? Oh, I kind of like Johnny Staccato, actually. That's yeah, a procedural cool. that John Cassavetti starred in where he was a piano playing private eye. Yes. Yeah. It's all in the public domain, so you could actually play that. Wasn't that his character in Columbo in that episode? No, he was a killer in Columbo. But he's he a um, piano player, wasn't he? Oh, no, he was a uh, conductor. Conductor, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Which you can't find that episode on streaming at the moment for whatever reason. I, yeah. I don't know why. It's etude in it's an, black. It's an archive.org, uh, actually. You can find it there. That's where okay. I found it. Because we were meant to do Colombo movies like two years ago or something. So do I you, do you like Colombo at all? I guess for that one? Yeah, <laughs> you do like Columbo. DC, do you watch Columbo? Are you into Columbo? Yeah, well, actually, here's a deep poll, actually. And that, now you can put this back in the show. This, I want people to know this. Okay, my dad is the number one fan of uh, the German show Derek, okay, mm -hmm. which is Inspector Derek. And I've seen every single episode of Derek. And because of that, I was on the German detective kick. Okay, so I watched 
uh, Peter Falk as Columbo. Yeah. But he's a Polish Jew. He's not. He's not. Well, <laughs> I'll take him wherever I can. Okay, it's close <laughs> enough. It's good enough for me. You know. But, do you uh, have a Do you have a favorite episode of Columbo? Oh no, I I I can't. I don't actually. Yeah, I I, I want. I, yeah, <laughs> I will next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I've actually seen the show, I can. Yeah, I I, this... I I've seen Derek. I've never heard of this, but this looks wow. Awesome. Look at that. <laughs> you can't argue with that press image there. Uh, I gotta see the show. It's awesome, dude. Derek rocks. By the way, the guy right now—they don't show it on TV anymore because he was a Nazi. Oh, oh okay. Wow. Yeah, I disagree Even with better. that. But, I, but I, <laughs> looks like Roger Ebert when he lost yeah. his job. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, when he was all smiles, <laughs> no job. Christ, that's awesome. Uh, very interesting. When was Derek on the air? Was this eighties or nineties? No, 70s. it's 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 seventies. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, oh wow, okay. from seventy four to ninety eight. That's a long run. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did they? What is the German television seasonal system like? Because obviously in the UK, they'll just pick up and and stop and you know do other seasons years apart, uh, kind of like how I guess they do now in the states with any streaming show. And even mm -hmm. Columbo, Columbo was like one episode a month, and you would get maybe twelve episodes a season, and then they stopped airing them. And it got picked up by another network. It, like the whole schedule for those procedurals are fucked. Mm. No, this was weekly episodes. Yeah, um, I can't. I can't help you with that because all of the stuff I watch on YouTube because it's up there now. But uh, mm. yeah, yeah, most seasons were just weekly. Yeah, uh, mm, monthly episodes, let's say. But uh, every season has like twelve episodes, and the only the last one has five. Yeah, but there's uh, but a bunch. Twenty five seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy and they okay. get really goofy at some points like this guy wanted to kill his wife because i don't know she talked too much or she didn't cook the the meal <laughs> they ran out of reasons yeah <laughs> they probably yeah. kept the same uh uh bench of writers on for those 25 years and they just had yeah. fucking nothing yeah it's, uh, it's the guys they saved from the nuremberg trial nuremberg yeah. trial yeah gosh uh, i'm gonna check out derek you think is derek actually good or is it just like nostalgia bait i honestly i don't know with your american eyes your cassavetes hating eyes you might not like this but i do think it's a good show it has merit okay all right yeah. i'm gonna check out derek then later tonight yeah. nice. i like his look i like that look for a private <laughs> detective is like a real schlubby didn't take yeah. care of himself mid-20th century man i think yeah. that's perfect yeah uh <clears throat> but uh as far as cassavetes goes so um do you have you checked out the work of nick cassavetes at all i know that he has bad reputation i've kind of uh you know not watched this stuff out of reverence for rollins and uh, cassavetes yet not even the I notebook i think wow okay i bad think reputation? uh what I, well he's got a very like mainstream reputation he's got a very like not his father reputation i would say yeah, probably none of them. Does he? Does, yeah. <laughs> Does he have a reputation to begin with? I don't know. Like, mm, I, don't uh, know. I was excited to see him in that Nicolas Cage movie we watched uh, shooting Mass State Lottery that was really horrible. Was it Prisoners of the Ghostland? He's, he's not in that. Yeah, no, he's the main supporting role in that movie. It was Nicolas Cage, Nick Cassavetes. He's in Face Off, too. They became friends on Face Off. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't remarked his performance in Face Off, and I haven't seen the other one, so. So, You're not yeah. missing much, I promise you. But that's crazy, if, bro. You're making me out like I don't watch movies. I watch four <laughs> movies a day. You know this? I watch four movies a day, and I can't get one reference. Robbie Goodwin is laughing right now. He loves this. He loves, me. <laughs> he loves this. Either way, uh, Robbie's our next guest on the show. Yeah, of course way. he is. So he'll be like, "Ooh, am I not doing good? Oh, last week guest. Ooh, yeah, he loves this stuff. He loves other people bombing. I'm a lover, <laughs> not a hater." 
Go ahead. Uh, but my, my point was, um, if you're a Cassavetes completist, yes. he did a movie that his father wrote called She's So Lovely with Sean Penn and John Travolta and Harry mm. Dean Stanton. And uh, it's not good. But wow. it was written by Cassavetes, so again, it counts. <laughs> Is that well, the last so one that... where he was dying and... Oh, no, 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 no. That's Love Love Streams is great. Love Streams is a terrific movie. That's my second favorite of his. Sometimes that's not what he's favorite. referring to. The other movie, the one that he directed as a favor for Peter Falk. Big Trouble. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the one. He that's, does that's not the appear only one in that I haven't one. seen. Yeah. Yeah, me either. I haven't, I haven't watched that yet. I've watched all of them except for, I don't think I've seen Too Late Blues. Mm. Is that the one? There's one about retarded children that. Yes. Uh, yes. Was no, actually. A Child is Waiting. A Child yes, is Waiting. That's the one. A Child is Waiting. I watched either that. No, I didn't watch A Child is Waiting. I did watch Too Late Blues, and Too Late Blues was actually pretty solid. Nice. A lot of people ignore that. They ignore everything that uh, isn't like his direct independent work. Right. But even that one was pretty good. So I don't know about Big Trouble. I, Big Trouble needs to get like a proper restoration or something. Mm. I think it was only released on Blu-ray in a two-pack with some other Peter Falk movie, like Corky Romano or something, <laughs> something some real piece of shit film that yeah. I would never watch. There's like okay. a mafia movie in Italian with Ben Gazzara. That's the one I want to watch next. I, I I can look it up, but it's 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 Ben Gazzara in a supporting role, and it's in Italian. Interesting. Ben Gazzara was taking like a lot of just whatever people would throw at him. He's got some interesting movies. Have you ever seen Saint Jack? Nope. Nope. Saint Jack is a Peter Bogdanovich film where nice. I think it was just an excuse for him to go to Asia and fuck Asian women. <laughs> but they were like, why don't we make a movie about? Ben Gazzara pimping out Asian women in nice. Asia. And it's a pretty good movie. He did that the around... The of a Chinese bookie, that's all. Awesome. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, he did a couple of movies with Ben Gazzara. And uh, there's another one with Ben and... Uh, who else is it? John Ritter's in it. And Dorothy Stratton is in it. And that one's pretty good. Oh, they all laughed. That one's pretty solid, too. Nice. This is, this yeah. is all... I'm going to watch this today. I'm going to... These four are, are on the watch list today. I told you, I've been up for two days now. I did all my work. I'm ready to fly off into Europe and, you know, conquer the land of the of the cold. Okay, but now I got some time. So I'm going to watch some movies, perhaps the ones we big, mentioned tonight. Yeah, Big Trouble. I think Big Trouble merits an episode. We should we should do, do Big it. Trouble and Big Trouble in Little China. Dude, I love back. that second one. Also, my dad's <laughs> yeah. influence, his favorite movie of all time. Big all Trouble. Right. The Big, Big Trouble, Trouble Little Where is there? Pause. Type it into IMDb right now so we can turn this into a tri trilogy. What is the next Big Trouble that comes up as far as films go? Oh. Uh, Tim Allen's Big Trouble from 2002. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. That's exactly the right vibe we need to end that trilogy on. Uh, I've never heard of this Tim Allen. Barry Sonnenfeld movie. Awesome. Uh, it says the lives of, of several Miami denizens from aid ad agents to gun runners to street thugs to law enforcement to school children intersect yeah. with humorous and dangerous results. Tim Allen, Rene Russo, Stanley Tucci, Tom Yeah, Sizemore. this cast is stacked. You have Janine Garofalo and Johnny Knoxville and Tom Sizemore. Dennis Farina. <laughs> Andy Richter. Yeah. Uh, Omar Epps, Zoe Deschanel, Ben Foster. Yeah, Jason Lee. There you go. Oh my all right, the this is like big Dr. trouble House trilogy mixed with David Lynch. Like it's it's crazy. Like all the people from all the different sources come yeah. together. Your for, boy for DJ art. Qualls, Hans. He's in this nice. movie. <laughs> A oh. guy who's been referenced like seventy more times Wait. than he ever needed to be. <laughs> Way too many times. Yeah. Oh, Martha Stewart's in this movie. Holy nice. shit! 
Wow, how is this forgotten with such a great cast? I wonder what it has on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, 9-11 happened, apparently, uh, which is what killed this movie. That was a year before. There was a whole year, though. There's a movie with uh, Sean, Charlie Sheen, called 9-11. I love that. Whoopi Goldberg is in 9-11 in that. I haven't watched it. I think that was one of, when we were doing Civic TV, which was our old program where we'd watch a bad movie and commentate live. I watched it. uh, 9-11, 9-11, I think, was our pick, our next pick, and it just never happened. Nice. Yeah. There's there's also 500 miles per hour storm, so we can do another trilogy. Guys, I'm the, I'm the showbiz movies. master. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm booking myself for nine more shows, but we could do a disaster trilogy. 500 miles per hour storm is great because it's literally just fast wind. The bad guy, the monster, is fast wind. It's like, this it's too like... fast. It's, just, it's going to 300, 400, 500 miles per hour storm. We've never seen this. It's like a White House disaster movie. It's great. Is that what Shyamalan stole for the happening with the creepy wind? Was it? No, that's what's suicidal is, wind. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what's funny is that this movie is like 2017 or something like that. It's not that old. It's oh. 500. Minutes. <laughs> it's oh. just those straight to Tubi, uh, red box, you know, extravaganzas. Mm. Okay, straight so big Tubi trouble, big yeah. trouble from '86, big trouble in Little China, and big trouble from 2002. <laughs> yep. The Big nice. Trouble trilogy. That's the next show. Not the next show, but it's the next show with DC here. Hell We're yeah. gonna figure this out. Uh oh, all right. nice. It's also yeah. the director of uh Men in Black International. Um nice. Sonnenfield? Uh, and Ch- yeah. Well, you know, he did the original Men in Black as well. Oh, did he get, get shorty? Yeah. Wild Wild West. <gasps> get so, shorty you know. sucks, dude. Such yeah. a bad movie. I hated that. Did you see the sequel? Get Shorty 2? No. Wasn't, isn't it Too Cool or something like that? The, Be Cool. With John Be Cool. Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so many movies to watch. DVD. This is like two days worth, all this stuff. It's There's crazy. a lot of Travolta films that got... He should have been in 9-11. Yes. But not but the, on the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that movie has a, a gay performance from The Rock, which is nice. very good. Yeah. Be Tell cool. me something I don't know, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, there what a great era for films. I think that came out in what, like 2005 or something. I remember him being on Ellen and re- referencing that his character was gay and he did like a nod that he was actually gay when Ooh. she brought it up and people just dismissed it. I remember they br- they mentioned that on VH1's Best Week Ever. If you remember that show. DC, you were probably like an infant at the oh, time. Oh, yeah. So Plus uh, we don't have VH1 in Canada, but yeah. Right. So, but they also made a note of it on that. And then it was just brushed under the rug. No one talks about it, but I remember. I remember in silence, just like yeah. Jeff in I Think We're Alone Now, thinking of all of his Tiffany moments. Yes. Quietly with a stern face. Do you think you saw Tiffany when he died for 10 minutes, Jeff? I would hope attack. so. Yeah. I would hope so. I would hope all of his dreams came true in that moment and verified <laughs> he's been right all along. He's right to live on this course. That he's been living on for 60 years. They revive him. He's like, no, take me back. Take me back. (laughs) (laughs) He had a wet dream in a coma. (laughs) Dude, that's um, this gets a little sexual. I know you're a family friendly show, but how? Because I I think that Kelly is sexually, uh, you know, incompatible. She can't really have it. So she's not really interested in that. But I feel like Jeff is a big comer. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. I think he's a big, yeah. He the energy, it. like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just moist. He's always oh, moist. The head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. So we agree. Good. Always dripping. Yes. His blankets, his sheets, his curtains are covered in stains. Anytime you walk into his house, there's just that dark mark on everything. Uh, that's, yeah. but yeah. 
That's Who the, about I, the stench. The stench. That was a great point. It really yeah, must smell. Their apartments must be really gnarly. <laughs> so, I think that's a good note to end this program on. Is very yes. uh, stinky apartments, right, Hans? Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. yeah, the the moist pantaloons of this autistic. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah. All right, DC. Where do you want to direct people? Look, guys. I you will be seeing a lot more of this stuff on the show. But if you want more of the stuff that's kind of crazy and schizo, you can go to 8plates.com. That's 8PL8S.com. Follow me everywhere on 8plates on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. 8PL. That's the number 8. The letter P, the letter L, the letter 8, the letter S. Like 8plates, like you would lift in the gym. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Always a Of course. And there's an episode with Hans and I on your podcast before oh, yeah, we were is... made aware of you. And it was a very confusing <laughs> time for me, which probably comes across in the audio. Yeah. Uh, I tried to listen to that. It's unlistenable. You know, it's like, <laughs> this is all new to me. I haven't been broadcasting for five years. I'm like, I'm like two years into comedy. It's like you listen to yourself on the first show and you're like, goodness gracious, man. The people who followed me at that point, I would love to have an interview with them. It's like, what made you get into this stuff what made you um so guys like um i'm lifting am i right like, shut up dude you Kill want yourself to, you want to meet your jeff in, yes, I, yes. I, was, <laughs> I was and still am jeff i can speak a little better now but that's all yeah uh we'll come back on at a certain point and give it like a refresher uh episode because that was like i remember you speaking like a mile a minute every second i was just like i can't grab onto anything that's being said here this yeah. is i'm just this is a ride hans you gotta talk most of this <laughs> you gotta talk for this show I, i'm just gonna listen i'm gonna be a listener on this podcast that's awesome um hans where do you want i never ask you but where do you want to direct people not to my house, like this man that uh, showed up at Elisa Milanos' house and got a, a, a restraining order. Uh, just, uh, what is it? H-word H name on, on Twitter, that's it. H-word name on Twitter, that's right. All right, that has been Movies for this week. Thank you for listening.